kids podcast. <laughs> you can go slow. A kids podcast about. Hey, listeners, thanks for finding this episode. We believe in the power of conversations and knowing that kids like you are ready to talk about the big things going on in their world. If you like this episode, please consider liking or reviewing the show through whatever app you're using to listen right now. That helps others discover this podcast, and that helps make sure this show is reaching the ears that need to hear it most. Thanks. What is your identity? Identity can be many things. It can be um, your race, your ethnic background, your faith, your spirituality, um, your gender, you know, how you identify amongst your friends. That's something that I learned growing up is really being comfortable with my own identity. Being a biracial kid, growing up with my native culture and my Mexican ancestry, really understanding how I can embrace and celebrate and honor both cultures. Welcome to A Kid's Book About the Podcast. I'm Matthew. I'm a teacher, a librarian, and I'm your host. The voice you heard at the top of our show was Taboo from Black Eyed Peas. Each week, we talk about the big things going on in your world with a different author from our A Kid's Book About series. Hi, my name is Tabu Nawasha, also known as Jimmy Gomez, government name. But most of all, I'm proud to be Jamie's husband, Jet, Journey, and Jalen, and Josh's dad. And I'm so proud to be representing not only for my family, but also for indigenous voices across the world. I'm a proud Native American and Mexican, and I'm so proud to share this amazing book. And I am the author of a kid's book about identity. We've talked a lot about identity on this podcast, but we've never devoted an entire episode to it. As Taboo mentioned at the beginning, Your identity is how you fit into or stand out from different groups of people. And how you identify today might not be how you identify always. In fact, the more we get to know ourselves and the more experiences that we have in life, the more our identity might change or become more clear to you and to others. I think it's a process of growth and understanding. You know, a lot of mixed kids um, like myself, we are confused which is a natural, natural um, situation that, you know, as time goes by, you start really connecting with your roots and your ancestry. Sometimes you start connecting with people that may educate or inform you about other things that you embrace as your identity. Like, for example, when I met my bandmates, Will I Am an Apple, uh, we were like-minded kids at 17 years old. And together as a group called Black Eyed Peas, we found our identity in the music world, in the music space, as dancers, as music producers, as songwriters, as creatives. Listeners, I've got to take you back before we continue forward to a time when I myself was around the age of 17. I was in high school, my hair was bleached blonde, and my ears were pierced. I would skateboard from time to time with my friends, and I played bass guitar and sang in a punk rock band. 
I had great friends who shared lots of the same interests, and we would go together to see bands play. And because I lived right outside of Baltimore in Washington, D.C., there were always really great bands coming through. Of all the shows and festivals, I loved going to the Warp Tour. That was a music and skate festival with all sorts of different kinds of people and different interests. But we all came together around skateboarding and music. And that is when I first saw Black Eyed Peas. I mentioned that to Taboo before getting into talking about whether or not we control our identity, or if it's a mix of how we're born, how we're raised, our community, and other factors. You learn how to uh, embrace, I wouldn't say control. Controlling is such a, it's a harsh word for me. Um, just like I don't say diversity, I say a mosaic of culture, you know, because a lot of corporations will say, oh, we need diversity. I'd rather say I want a mosaic of culture because it's more beautiful. And when I think about control, it's like you're you're controlling somebody. I think control can be let go and you can say you embrace and you understand. And as you go along, you're able to learn and inform and educate yourself. Man, I'm still educating myself. At 46 years old, I'm still trying to learn information and, and be a student of the world of life. I learn from my kids. I learn from my wife. I learn from you. Just speaking to you right now, I learned that you're a skater that, you know, was part of the whole culture of the Warp Tour uh, experience. You know, that's when I met some of my iconic figures like Cab Bolero and, you know, Hasoy and, and Tony Hawk and those guys that were putting it down back in the day, Lance Mountain. You know, the Powell Peralta guys, like that's what the community was about, was embracing. And that's why I like to use the word embrace your identity or, or you know, grab a hold of understanding who you are. Because yeah. it's beautiful when you're when you're able to have a cultural exchange, just like we had right now. You talked about skating and hip hop and how 411 videos were a huge asset for us to be able to have our music, you know, our first album be played in the skater community and embraced by the skater community. You contain multitudes. That means you are not just any one thing. You are the combination of many, many experiences and thoughts and ideas and accomplishments and yet-to-be-named things. And you don't ever need to be everything or anything all at once. You've probably already started discovering this, as did that grown-up near you, and they're probably still discovering. But there are different times and different spaces where you lean more heavily into certain parts of your identity. Being a podcaster who makes shows for kids like you, I am constantly tapping into my identity as a teacher and as a school librarian. As for Taboo? For me, being a kid of Mexican descent, not really knowing that part of my life because I, I didn't really connect with my grandfather. My grandfather was not part of my life. My biological father was not part of my life. So the only connection I had was to my, my grandmother, who was a strong Native woman from Jerome, Arizona. And so a lot of time I was trying to figure out what's the representation of that part of me. You know, I always embody it. And, and I knew that uh, the culture was so beautiful because I was born in East Los Angeles and it was a predominantly Mexican-American community. But then you also had immigrants coming from Mexico 
who really didn't speak English or, you know, it was a, a cultural, I guess you can say culture shock sometimes to understand that part of me. But as I, I became a little older, my mom, um, she met a man from Mexico and I started learning more about the Mexican culture. And so I leaned heavy on my native culture because that's what my grandmother was about. She was about empowerment. She was about, you know, pride for Jerome, Arizona and her roots. And then when I when my mom got with Julio, which is my mom's boyfriend, I started learning more about Mexican culture from Mexico. Before we go to break, I want to ask you to think about your identity. What are the first five words that come to mind when you think about how you describe yourself to others? Those first five words might turn into 15 or 25 words, and that's awesome. Go with it. And if you feel comfortable sharing, share some of your words with a grown-up or a friend that's listening with you. Let them know that these words represent parts of your identity. Then listen as they share. No judgment, only discovery and validation and gratitude for sharing. Pause the show if you need to. That's always okay to do. These discussions are some of the most important things you can make time for in your life. When you're ready, let's think about how you feel about your identity or parts of your identity. Here's Taboo. It makes me feel proud, man. I, I can honestly say every time, you know, like, for example, I posted about the book on my Instagram and to see, you know, relatives from Indian country, a lot of Native people that maybe they're living res life on Indian reservation communities and they're looking for an outlet to be able to inspire the kids to hold on to dreams and aspirations and have heroes that can be solid role models that are representing for Native people, Indigenous people around the world. And our book is that conduit. Our book, a book about identity, gives people the sense of hope. It gives people a sense of purpose because they're like, yo, that's one of us. That's a, a Native guy out there inspiring our youth to hold on to dreams and aspirations through the vehicle of embracing and loving your identity and being proud of where you come from, no matter what your situation is. You know, and a lot of times we, we have, you know, uh, lack of hope and we have disconnect. And something that I'm very uh, keen on is how do I connect with the youth? How can I empower the youth? Because it's important. I'm a father. I want my kids to be inspired just like I want millions of kids to be inspired. We'll be back in a minute with more from Taboo, including the song he wrote and recorded exclusively for this book, right after this quick break. Hey, grown-ups! With over a hundred different titles in our kids' book about series, it may be hard to figure out where to start. Allow me to make a suggestion. There is perhaps no greater feeling, nothing more life-giving or secure, than to know you belong. No matter where you are, what you're experiencing, or who you're around, without that feeling of belonging, it's hard to concentrate on anything else. We can help our kids know what it feels like to belong, and what it takes to help others feel like they belong around us. When you do belong, you it's very, very evident, right? Because... I like to say, your heart smiles and your brain is tickled. That's Kevin Carroll, author of A Kid's Book About Belonging. Check out our Kevin Talks About Belonging episode 
of A Kid's Book About, the podcast. Listen together with the kiddos in your life. And when you're ready, visit akidsco.com for more great books and podcasts made to empower kids. Welcome back to A Kid's Book About, the podcast. On today's episode, we're talking about identity with a kid's book about author, Taboo. And making this book with Taboo? That special person, his hero, his grandmother. She could have nearly been listed as co-author. So great was her influence on him. You know, we really tapped into um, a very descriptive and detailed inspiration from the time that I was in my grandmother's living room yeah. to, yeah. you know, growing up, meeting my my crew, finding my identity within my crew, but then ultimately, you know, meeting my the love of my life, my wife, and having these amazing kids and, you know, finding my love and my passion as a writer, as a creative yeah. through their eyes and their inspiration. And that's why, that's why a, a kid's book about and a kid's company about is so personal to me because it's not just me writing a book, it's like, yo, I'm leaving a legacy for my kids to be inspired by. That's yeah. the reality, bro. And you did such a beautiful job in that book of going, this is me as a child. Let me go back to being with you in that age, in this space yes, and walk yep. through that time together. So that I feel like when our books land really well, it's always that we're just meeting those kids right where they are. So I appreciate you being able to step into that space. It was great. I live my life through nostalgia. And mm. through uh, through memories, um, as far as like tapping into those frequencies of the past, especially with my grandmother, because she was such an integral part to to my every I mean every aspect of me, yeah. from as a performer, as a, as a, a person that loves to give back to my indigenous communities, to me as respectful to the matriarch system, because my grandmother was a matriarch of my family. Yeah, um, like that type of influence was so it dictated my upbringing and the way that I was to become an adult. And uh, that's why just talking about my grandmother, I was lit up. And, you know, I always love to talk about my grandmother because of the impact. She was my superhero. Like, yeah, Bruce Lee. Yes. Michael Jordan, Magic Johnson, freaking, you know, all the movie stars at the time didn't have anything on my grandmother. My grandmother was the ultimate superhero, even Marvel heroes. And I'm writing for Marvel. They don't have anything on my grandmother. That's just how I felt. She was the ultimate superhero without a cape. I promised you a song, but first I want to give you the context and the inspiration. In A Kid's Book About Identity, Taboo writes, quote, But identity isn't just formed by easy or fun things. Part of what shapes you is the challenges you've faced. These challenges are like big, scary giants towering over you, trying to take you down. I like to call it fighting giants because even though they may seem impossible to beat, we do have the strength to fight back and to not give in to them. End quote. Let's talk about those giants for a minute. Yeah, so I had, you know, I could speak on two different times where one of them being as a kid you know, uh, an obstacle of not being able to, um, you know, feeling a certain way because I didn't have my father in my life. And as a, and as a, as a boy, you want to be able to share those moments with your father. But the reality was that was an obstacle that I felt. Um, but my grandmother lifted me up. My mom lift, lifted me up. 
to the point where, you know, it was an obstacle at first, but I, I found strength within the matriarch system, as I told you earlier. And so these women, these powerful women were leading my tribe and I overcame fighting that giant of not having my dad in my life by finding a superhuman, like metaphorically superhuman giant, which was my grandmother. And she was stomping through, you know, through good times and bad times to lead the way for us. So that was one obstacle. And then another obstacle in 2014, I got sick. I got uh, diagnosed with cancer. So, you know, I, I physically had to fight uh, this horrible disease. Um, I had to do chemotherapy and I did that for 12 weeks. Um, there was moments where I wanted to give up and the giant was trying to win the, the, the battle. Um, but as I, as I always do, I went into warrior spirit and I overcame and I beat this horrible disease. And I'm proud to say that I'm seven years removed from that time period. So that was another physical giant that I had to, you know, I had to overcome. So that's why I was fighting that giant, but I beat it and I survived. I'm here, brother. I'm here. The song Fighting Giants is available and I'll add a link to it in our show notes for this episode. The song lyrics are included in the back of the book, and I'm so excited that I get to play an excerpt for you as we close the episode. But first, I want to end in a space that leaves you ready not only to advocate for yourself and for your identity, but also to work for the protection and respect and visibility of the identities of others. A lot of times people have a misconception, and I'm speaking about my personal identity, a lot of people have a misconception about Native people, whether it's, oh, the, it's a stereotype, uh, monolithic, we're not monolithic. You know, there's, a, there's a, a, a misconception, especially in Hollywood and on television, about what a certain community, if not all communities, are supposed to be. Fortunately, we have amazing um, storytellers that are starting to change the narrative, whether it's Marvel, whether we have an uh, animated series called Spirit Rangers, we have res dogs uh on hulu and we also have uh rutherford falls on peacock which is an amazing way to change the narrative but also to to exchange culture and and really learn because a lot of times it's about being misinformed especially about appropriation and not knowing you know exactly how to go about informing yourself so that you are not um naive or or ignorant to the fact that you know Native people are still here. We have a, a term invisible no more. And I'm glad that you said about invisible because a lot of times we are, you know, as this CNN once said, you know, um, something else. They uh, put up classes like Latino, Asian, uh, African-American, and they're like something else is 6%. So, you know, it's, it's, it's funny, but it's real because uh, it's, it's about self-awareness and empathy and respect and understanding but you won't understand unless you share information and educate yourself. And that's something I never get offended. I like to inform and educate and, and learn from each other um, because it, a lot of times, like I said, it's ignorance, not knowing. It's just not knowing. And uh, whether it's people wearing headdresses and wearing war paint at a football game and thinking that that's like, you know, it's just mascot, which is a horrible term. We're not mascots. So these are the type of conversations and whether it's uncomfortable or not, these are the conversations that need to be had just so that we can move forward and really respect. And it's about empathy, as I mentioned to you earlier. 
Before we go, one last shout out to Taboo's grandmother. I'm glad we got to learn more about her through this conversation. Man, it, it's a beautiful thing. And once again, it goes back to my hero, my grandmother. She was that the give back, the ultimate give back. Every opportunity she had, sometimes to her own detriment of putting others before herself and always wanting to be a beacon of light and hope and inspiration. Um, that's something that a value that I took, you know, I learned how to uh, fall into it because for a while I was kind of trying to figure myself out. But by her grace, by her leadership and her guidance, I was able to um, to embrace that idea of how I can be, uh, once again, a, a bridge and connect inspiration and motivation for the youth. Thank you to Taboo, author of a kid's book about identity, for joining us today. You can learn more about this book and others like it by visiting akidsco.com. And don't forget to check out Fighting Giants. Check out the show notes for a link. Let's have a quick listen. We all got a voice to say. I just want to say to you. Let me tell you about a world I know. If you want to be on a future episode of a kid's book about the podcast, or if you have a question you'd like us to consider, have a grown up email us at listen at a kid's podcast about.com and we'll send you the details. A kid's book about the podcast is written, edited, and produced by me, Matthew Winner, with help from Chad Michael Snavely and the team at Sound On Studios. Our executive producer is Jelani Memory, and this show was brought to you by a kid's podcast about. Follow the show on Apple Podcasts or wherever podcasts are found, and check out other podcasts made for kids just like you by visiting akidsco.com. Join us next week for a conversation about creativity with a kid's book about authors, Sarah and Stuart Scott Curran. Hi, I'm Matthew. I'm the head of audio at A Kids Co. And I also host A Kids Book About the Podcast and Worth Noting. I just wanted to say thanks. Thanks for listening to our shows in your classroom or in your bedroom, over breakfast or over dinner, on your drive or on your downtime. No matter what you do between this listen and the next time you tune in, thanks. You're awesome. And it's because of kids like you that we get to make cool stuff like this. See ya.